Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast. Table Flippers is an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. If it wasn't for me, no one would listen to this show. It's all about Chippy. Get ready to be challenged, to be confronted with truth and reality, and get ready for a revolution. It's found at Table Flippers. Oh, boy. Good morning, Lancaster. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, fans, friends. Uh, I I, uh, really missed being away from you. You know, um, it's not that I did want to be here. I wanted to be here, but I've been so busy because uh, if you don't know, if you haven't heard, I, Robert Enos, your host, I am running for Lancaster City Council. Lancaster is here, my city where I live. I'm running for city council, so I'll be running for a local uh, governmental position. I don't want to say politics because, well, to me, politics and politicians, <laughs> they're not my favorite people. And yet here I am trying to become one of them. But I'm trying to become one of them in the hopes of cleaning up the political uh, climate here in Lancaster and maybe make a dent in the political climate of L.A. County, Los Angeles County, and hopefully California and the United States. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. Not just me running. You, you just heard that. You heard that fresh. You heard that live. You heard that here. But um, I want to talk to you about, well, crime. One of the things that I've been asking people, hey, what's the number one concern that you have for our city? Almost 100% of the time, the people say, crime. And when I say almost 100% of the time, to be honest with you, I'm trying to remember anybody that did not say crime. So pretty much it's 100%. Everybody's worried about crime and the crime in our city is actually, ladies and gentlemen, it's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing right now what we're seeing because more and more as I get into this, I am looking at different things and I'm studying, I'm researching, I'm trying to get a grasp on not just our city, but more about the people in the city. Because, you know, what is a city? You could, you could find it on a map. It's a plot of land. It's got buildings in it. But really, what is a city? A city is the, the uh, people in a given area. You know, yes, there's boundaries that mark off, you know, the difference between one city and another city. But it's really the people. So when I see that there's so much crime in our community, in our city, in Lancaster, and uh, it really bothers me. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't live in Lancaster, please don't turn this off because the things that I'm going to talk about, although I'm talking primarily about what's going on in Lancaster, and I'm going to share something that just recently happened in Las Vegas, but it really pertains to all of us because no matter where you go in the world, crime is, is, is increasing radically. And, and here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't have to. I, I found this website. I want to share with you. It's, it's uh, what's the name of this? Neighborhoodscout.com. And what Neighborhood Scout does is you can type in your city, your zip code, the name of your city, and it'll give you some of the crime stats. And so, of course, I did that with Lancaster because that's where I'm at. That's I'm running for Lancaster just to see what's going on. And it even gives you a cool little map with, um, you know, it's varied colored map and uh, it's um, overlay over the city 
is different shades of um, purple. The darker the purple, meaning higher crime. And that's the most dangerous. The lower the purple, or if it just fades to white, uh, there's very little, if any, real crime. And what's interesting about this is most of the places in Lancaster that have that are uh, where the people live and do business are really deep purple you know, on this map, showing that it's very dangerous. And the, uh, the places on the outlying where there's very few homes just spread out, of course, that's almost white. Uh, showing that there's very little, if any, real um, crime. But they also give you a number. It says total crime index. I believe I spoke about this on a previous podcast, but it doesn't matter. Total crime index, and we, for Lancaster, have a 16. Now, what's interesting about that number 16, when I first saw that, I go, oh, that's pretty good. We're at the top. I thought it was at the top for low crime. I was wrong. We're at the top for high crime. 16, it says that Lancaster is only safer than 16% of U.S. neighborhoods. So of all the cities in the United States of America, Lancaster is 16, meaning we're only 16% safer uh, or safer than 16% of all the cities in the United States. So that means that 16 is a very, very low number um, and we have a very high crime rate. I I was frustrated at this because we do know, those of us who live here, we've been watching this. It's on the news. Uh, You see it on uh, social media all the time. Crime is going nuts out here, ladies and gentlemen. It's going nuts. I mean, on every level, even down to murders. Just, just, uh, I, I believe it was maybe about two weeks ago, there was a little four-year-old boy that was shot dead in what they call a road rage incident. <coughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, I have experienced road rage myself where maybe there was something that happened either on the freeway or on the street. Somebody cut somebody off. There was, you know, going to change a lane and you didn't see anybody. They honk their horn and you move back, you know, no accident. But then that person speeds up and they give you the finger. They roll down their window and they yell profanities, whatever it is. So I think most of us, if not all of us, have experienced road rage on some level. Okay. Uh, and I'm not making any excuses for it. All, all types of road rage are just uncalled for and un- unnecessary. But I don't know what happened. Somebody cut off somebody, whatever. But somebody just started opening fire on this, this family in a car and a four-year-old little boy was murdered in this supposed road rage incident. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is happening right here in my city, in my hometown. People are shooting at each other. People are murdering one another. Not too long ago, not too far from us, there was uh, um, somebody burned in the the trunk of a car. There was another lady that was burned in a camper shell, you know, uh, happening right here. In, in our community. These are things that just didn't used to happen here in Lancaster. So we're 16. We're only safer than 16% of U.S. neighborhoods. Something's got to change. Hence, this is why I'm running. You know, I want to read something to you from uh, a quote from Ronald Reagan. And uh, well, let me just read this. He says, we must reject the idea that every time a law's broken, society is guilty rather than the lawbreaker. It is time to restore the American precept that each individual is accountable for his actions. Do you want to know why crime here in Lancaster and in other places is on the increase? Whether you look at New York, 
It doesn't matter where you look. Chicago especially, New York, L.A., Los Angeles, and right here in Lancaster, my own hometown. One of the reasons why, and one of the biggest reasons why, crime is on the increase is because our politicians and our DAs, our district attorneys, have gotten soft on crime. They're protecting the criminal more than they are the victims of the crime. They're protecting those that are out hurting and harming people more than the people getting hurt and harmed. In other words, they they don't... Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I hate to break it to you like this, and I really hope that you already understand this, but our politicians and our DA, especially here in in uh, Los Angeles County, George Gascon, he doesn't care about you. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. Do you know what Gascon really cares about? His own image. And he's trying to tout that he's lowering crime. Do you know why he's lowering crime? It's because he's not going after crime. He's rejecting it. He won't even take these things to court. He won't prosecute. So when he says, hey, we have like a 90 or a 95% prosecution rate, well, that's because you've rejected all the other ones and let the criminals go. You don't care about the citizen. You don't care about people who actually make the city work. You care more about your reputation. You care more about the criminal. This is ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. As a matter of fact, let me just read a little bit of an article for you from, um, this is from Fox News. It was published Actually, it was, wow, published February 25th, 2021. Now, the reason I'm going back that far, I don't really, because we're still dealing with the same problem. And and the title of this is L.A. D.A. Gascon Hires Lawyer Who Called LAPD, that's the Los Angeles Police Department, Barbarians, said prisons should be abolished while hiring someone to be in administration after a successful campaign is pretty normal, Gascon's decision to hire Blacknell has stoked controversy from her past comments online. So here's the DA, District Attorney of Los Angeles County, who hires this prosecutor who hates the police and wants to abolish prisons. Does that even make sense to you? See, when I tell you that people like this are not they're not only just soft on crime but they are helping the criminals be criminals and what does that do for us it makes every one of us citizens an automatic victim because at any time what you read in the newspaper could show up on your front steps or you could be the next one shot in a road rage incident and and what, let me just read this. This is frustrating to me, ladies and gentlemen, and something needs to be done. When I'm in the city council, trust me, I'm going to push our local law enforcement. I'm going to push the rest of the city council and our mayor to do something about crime in Lancaster. And yes, there are things that can be done. It says the district attorney of Los Angeles County is under fire after he hired a public defender who called for the abolition of prisons and referred to the Los Angeles Police Department, the LAPD, as barbarians. Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon hired Tiffany Blacknell as a grade four deputy district attorney in his administration, Fox 11 reported Thursday. Gascon's decision to hire Blacknell has stoked controversy due to her past online comments and lack, listen to this, and lack of experience as a prosecutor. So she doesn't even, at that point, she didn't even have experience as a prosecutor. She's calling the police department, the LAPD, barbarians. 
and she wants to get rid of prisons. Well, where are you going to put all the criminals? Where are you going to put all the murderers and the rapists and the child molesters? Where are you going to put all of them? What is this woman's problem? Does she have a mental issue? Jeez. Anyways, there's more to that article. I just want to leave it at that because I want to show you what's going on here. Now, here's another article from the Daily Wire. And this is actually published earlier today. Hank Berrien, Berrien, uh, today, January 4th, 2024. And um, it's entitled, Wild Video Shows Three-Time Felon Leaping Over Bench Assaulting Judge. And I watched the video, and basically what happens is the judge uh, pronounced a judgment, a, a prison sentence to this felon, and he literally jumps over her, uh, what do they call that, her podium, her desk, or whatever, jumps over that, tackles her and begins to beat on her and other people have to come and rescue her. Anyways, let me read this. It says a three-time felon leaped over the bench in front of a Las Vegas judge who had just denied him probation and assaulted her, tackling her to the ground and forcing court officers to wrestle him to the ground. Video show. Diabra Redden, 30, was being sentenced. Now, this guy is only 30 years old. Listen to what this guy has done with his life in, in 30 years. He's 30 years old. He's still a young man. He's not that old, but he's old enough to know better. So in 30 years, this is what he's created for his life. He was being sentenced Wednesday by Judge Mary K. Holtus on a charge of attempted battery with substantial bodily harm. His attorney asked the judge to sentence Redden to probation. So he's a a thug. (laughs) I like that word, thug. He's a thug. And uh, he he was there... uh, for attempted battery and a substantial with substantial bodily harm. So he has anger management issues. So in 30 years, he hasn't learned how to control his emotions. He's like a little child and he's a thug. He's a criminal. And so the judge goes on to say, this article says, I think it's time he got a taste of something else because I just can't with that history, meaning she can't give him probation with his history. So this is something that's been ongoing. He's a three-time felon. Redden was... Uh, then charged the bench, leaped over and tackled Holtis, knocking down an American flag and a Nevada state flag. Holtis hit her head, uh, KLAS reported, and a court spokesman said she was being monitored. Additionally, a marshal suffered a gash on his forehead and was transported to the hospital where he was later listed in stable condition, the outlet noted. Thank God the judge is okay, Clark County District Attorney Steve Wolfson stated, thank God for the heroic efforts of those who came to her aid, especially her marshal and her law clerk. Without them, the situation would have been much worse as this defendant exhibited extremely violent behavior, and I'm confident there will be consequences. So again, in 30 years, this young man, like I said, he's young, but he's still old enough to know better, has has not yet grown up. And, and come on, Ladies and gentlemen, this dude was being sentenced. He's three-time felon, being sentenced. And he can't even control himself in the courtroom. Now, his sentence is going to ultimately be much worse because he violently attacked a judge while she was sitting at her bench. A marshal has a gash on his head. The judge hit her head. Other people had to jump in and help as well. All of this is caught on video. 
he couldn't even control himself. Now, why am I pointing this out? This happened in Las Vegas, not in Lancaster. But these are the types of things that are happening more and more and more in our society, all around us. And yes, these types of things, maybe not attacking a judge, but certainly attacking people and shooting four-year-old children while they're with their family in their car. These types of things are happening. Why? This is what happens when you go soft on crime and you go soft on the criminals. When you just allow these things to happen, it just escalates and leads to more criminal activity. These guys are not afraid of the law anymore. They're not afraid of the police anymore. They're not afraid of judges anymore. They're not afraid of courtrooms anymore. They're not afraid of getting caught because people like Gascon will just let them go. And, and these prosecutors working for Cascon will feel more sorry for the criminal than for the victim. This is ridiculous. Anyways, let me finish this article real quick. It says, Redden's prior history includes having been sentenced to probation more than once. He has three felony convictions and nine misdemeanor convictions, KLS reported. Redden was convicted of assault causing bodily injury to a family member in 2012. In 2013, he was convicted three times. Listen to that, ladies and gentlemen. In 2013, he was convicted three times for domestic battery. He served a year in prison starting in 2021 for a domestic battery charge. He was granted parole in 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, he did not spend that much time in prison at all after hurting and harming so many people, family members. This is ridiculous. Last April, he threatened to bust the kneecaps of another man, resulting in substantial bodily harm, according to court documents. Sending our sincerest well wishes to District Court Judge Mary Kay Holtis and the marshal injured in her courtroom today, Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford stated, your dedication to justice and the court are truly commendable. We wish you both a swift recovery. Anyways, back to my rant, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, whether it be Lancaster, California, or Las Vegas, Nevada, or anywhere in the United States or the world, when we go soft on crime, the criminals get harder and the crime gets worse. It always happens that way. Not maybe, not sometime. It's almost a perfect science. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to start cracking down on the criminals. And I totally 100% agree with what Ronald Reagan said. We must, we must keep the criminal, we must hold them accountable for the crime and not put it on culture and society. These, these individuals have chosen to make some very bad choices with their life. Maybe they had a bad life. Maybe they had a bad upbringing, to which I am very sorry for that. But if now they're making bad choices and harming other people, if they're killing four-year-old children, I'm sorry. I do not feel sorry for that young man that did that. This young man that jumped over this bench to attack this judge who was just doing her job. And why was she sentencing him to, uh, to prison? Because he, well, it's obvious. He leapt over that bench and started to beat her up. If he did that to a judge in a courtroom, can you imagine what he would do in a home alone with, say, his wife, his girlfriend, his children, his mother? Can you imagine what he would do on the streets 
with somebody that may look at him wrong? This is ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. This soft on crime nonsense is just that. It's nonsense. There's other words that I can think that are much harsher, but I don't use that kind of language. So I'll just, I'll just leave it at nonsense. But let's face it, ladies and gentlemen. We need our politicians. We need our DAs to get tough on crime again. One of the things that I want to do when I'm in office is I want to press our local police department and our local sheriff's department to make the arrests. Now, they have been pulling back on that because they know that DA uh, Gascon is just going to let the person out. Probably that day, within hours, they'll be back out on the streets. But I'm saying let's make so many arrests we have flood uh, Gascon's office, the DA's office, with all of these arrest records. I mean, I want him to show up for work at 9 o'clock in the morning and find three, four, five, ten stacks of arrests on his desk. He might let each and every one of them out. He might just pass it off, say, we're not going to prosecute. But get those people in the system. Get them in there. Let the people, at least the criminals, know we, we, the police department, we, the sheriff's department, we're not going to put up with your nonsense. And we're going to get you into the system. Why? Because Gascon's not going to be there forever. He's up for re-election very soon, and I don't think that he's going to be in there that long. And when we get somebody who actually knows how to do their job and will do their job, then we can go back, find all of those people. If they get arrested again, oh, listen, you've been arrested 20 times, five times, eight times, whatever it is. Let out every time, but you're a criminal. You're, you're, you're not just somebody who made a mistake. This is a lifestyle for you. Now let's put you away for a long time. Get you out of the, out of the city, off the streets. Get you away from people for a long time. And then throw away the key. Now, I don't know why so many people find that difficult to stomach. They're criminals. They act like criminals. They belong behind bars. They don't belong wandering the streets in normal society and culture. They don't need to be on the streets in our city. They don't need to be shooting at children and murdering four-year-old children. They don't need to be burning people in the backs of their trunks of their cars or in pickup trucks. We don't need that nonsense. What we need is people that are going to live by society's rules, be a productive member of society, and make this city really work. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I think Lancaster is still a great city, but we have this problem where we've been too soft on crime, so our greatness has been sorely tarnished by the few. It's like that old adage that, you know, that concept, it only takes a few bad apples to make them all bad. If you have some bad apples in a barrel of apples, pretty soon all the apples are bad. I'm not going to look at all the apples that are still good and, and, and throw them under the bus. Let's get rid of the bad apples. Let's get rid of them once and for all. And that criminal element, stop allowing the, um, the county supervisors to ship them all up here because we're the furthest uh, away in L.A. County from the city. No, let's get rid of all of them. Send them back down there. Put them on a bus and send them back down to L.A. County. Back to the L.A. city. Back into, you know, let them deal with it because I'm tired of it. And the people of Lancaster are really tired of it. Once again, every time I ask, what do you see that needs to be fixed in Lancaster? Crime is the number one answer. Number one answer, crime. And I just read to you, you know, uh, again, we're 16. 16 out of 100. That's pretty low, ladies and gentlemen. We're only safer than 16% of U.S. neighborhoods. 
Now, what does this have to do with you, say, if you're in Dallas or Oklahoma City or somewhere in Montana or even New York? These types of things are coming to a city near you. And if you're honest and you've been paying attention and you're really honest, you know crime's been on the increase. Why? Because all throughout this nation, we've had this soft on crime, soft on the criminal attitude, and all it's doing is emboldening, emboldening the criminals. And then when we have criminals that are running our cities and running our states, well, if the criminal on the street says, hey, if they can get away with it, I can get away with it. If they could do it, I can do it. There's a lot of accountability. We're going to have to bring some people to accountability and we're going to have to start making them accountable for their crimes regardless if it happens in a boardroom or if it happens in a back alley. It doesn't matter. If it's crime, it needs to be dealt with. And we need to be swift. We need to be sure. And we need to make sure that things happen and take place that will get that criminal element off of our streets. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to thank you. I, I really do want to thank you. I apologize again that I haven't put out a, a podcast in quite a while, but uh, you're going to get more from me because we're going to start hammering these types of things. We're going to start showing what we can do as citizens, as local politicians, what we can do to work together to get crime out of our cities and off of our streets. I thank you all very much. Again, Robert Enos, your host. I am running for Lancaster City Council. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. Please email me at gwccrobert at gmail.com, gwccrobert at gmail.com. Now go out and have a table flipping day. Oh, Should I have said have a chipalicious day? Chipalicious. Now you're talking. Say goodbye, Chippy. Say goodbye.